Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Wet Dons Podcast. I'm Jan, and today I'll be joined by Archie, Ivan, and Tom. Today we'll be answering more of your Reddit questions. Alright, so on to the first question. Is there an, any adverse effect of mixing AMD CPUs? Yes, it CPUs causes a huge GPUs? No. The answer <laughs> for that is there is no effect of using an AMD CPU with an NVIDIA GPU, but I would not recommend to use an Intel CPU with an AMD GPU. It would still work, but I just wouldn't recommend it. But no, this way is fine. Yeah, so it will definitely cause no fires. Yeah. Okay. Unless you get, like, some trash dodgy, like, yeah. power supply. Yeah, I, I was planning of I was planning of sticking a, I was planning of sticking a screwdriver yeah, but, in the fan while it was going. So yeah, that's a good idea. Always make sure that your power supply can run Windows. I mean, is an RTX twenty sixty super necessary for fourteen forty p? No, it is not necessary. You could use a worse graphics card, but. However, I would recommend to get a 2060 Super as it is a very good graphics card for the price. Yeah, but like you could theoretically, you could like run it off like a 50p graphics card because a 1040p is like a, a, a resolution. Uh, uh, playing on a higher, playing on a higher resolution. Yeah, that's what I mean. Will, but like, um, affect your frame. My, well. my point is, ready the 2060 Super. It's a more powerful card. I mean, you could run 1440 at higher FPSs, but you could use a less more powerful, less powerful card to you could still run 1440, but at a lot lower refresh rate. Yeah, but, um, always remember if you are struggling with frames, uh, also the color, also the color red, uh, that that also increases by another 20. percent All right, can I also say, um, need to make sure that your graphics card has a, a 2K or 4K driver or it won't be able to run 1440p. Mo like, every graphics card nowadays will have it, but I'm just saying, Archie's 50p graphics card, yeah, you won't be able to run it off that. So it doesn't have the right drivers to run it. Okay, next question. This person from Reddit says, Hello, I'm a poor PC peasant, finally upgrading my GTX. 650 Ti boost. Should I get a GTX 1660 Ti or RTX 2060? 2060, okay. definitely. 2060, 100%, because it's like miles, miles better. But yeah. if obviously there's a price difference, which isn't really that much, I'd say, like for the price, the RTX 2060 is like better in every way. It's probably like a hundred pound more-ish. Um, just a note from while I was editing this, I had a look and actually there's no price difference between the RTX 2060 and the GTX 1660 Ti. So yeah, sorry for the wrong information. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Roughly around that. So yeah, yeah definitely he... RTX 2060. He has a monitor that's 1080p at 60 hertz. So no planning on upgrade yet. Okay, 1660. So I it's didn't cheaper. See that. Yeah. And you don't need that many frames. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that. Okay, if you have 60 hertz, I wouldn't even go for a 1660. 
I'll probably go for sixteen fifty because it's sixty hertz at ten eighty p. Like and or the cost. Like this guy doesn't need any special graphics card, especially at 1080p as well. Yeah, and his RAM is fine. Everything's fine, so I wouldn't go for anything, anything yeah, and, of that nature. And, and for those that you that are listening that don't necessarily know, like maybe even what a graphics card is or Nvidia. Um, so Nvidia is a graphics card company. And they release sort of cards every single year. So last year's uh, flagship series of cards was the 20 series. You've got the 2060, the 2070, and the 2080. Um, they also released the 16 series. So this was sort of uh, aimed at sort of the lower price tag with similar performance, but not, not top as their flagship. So you've got the 1660 this, uh, and the 1650 here. Um, then they also released their Super series. So this is... Um, sort of in between both so between the 16 series and the flagship 20 series so you've got um they're sort of lower price and similar sort of graphics but of course the higher you pay for a price in the graphics cards normally the uh, better the graphics what's better for gaming an rx 5700 xt or a 2070 super and the answer is 2070 super well <laughs> I mean, AMD cards, they're not as good as um, uh, NVIDIA. Also, an RTX 2070 has ray tracing. Yeah. And if you don't know what ray tracing is, we've done, I think we've talked about it briefly, but ray tracing is when it uses um, light. Let's, let's use light, for example. Light bounces off an object in real time as it would in real life so making it more realistic it's very um power consuming and can reduce frames but at least intel has it or not intel nvidia has it if you want to look at examples of um like the latest ray tracing in action i recommend go watching the um Unreal Engine 5 trailer, where they walk through some gameplay. Right, in other words, uh, for those of you who are not really familiar to ray tracing, a game like Minecraft, for example, the windows will look much more realistic, and you may have seen, I don't know, when scrolling through your Reddits or your Instagrams or whatever, you may have seen sort of those like really, really high graphic Minecraft, and the stuff where water looks like water, it behaves the same way as water, rather than behaving blocky like it should but of course um not most games are supported with ray tracing so i'm not sure how much the 2070 super costs but you could get a bit a bit better deal if you're not yeah. going to be using the, ray tracing. the 2070 super is definitely better but um there's also a price difference. I don't know how much the RX five seven hundred is, but I know the twenty seventy super is is around like five fifty to six hundred, maybe a bit more. Oh, the but, the fifty seven hundred XT is like four hundred. Yeah, yeah, so there's a big price difference, and there's not really much performance. But as I said before, if you ha if you have an Intel CPU, make sure you don't get AMD. Another thing to add, much. if you don't know what a graphics card is, 
a graphics card is very similar to a processor, but well, it's just dedicated yeah. to rendering graphics or just on games. It's very things that are graphic demanding. The graphics card will obviously take care of that. And also, the gra- when building a PC and looking for a power supply, the graphics card always takes up the most power. So, yeah. Does it? Yeah, it does. It's the most power consuming. Fair enough. Yeah. So, the 2070 game, yeah. Super is better for gaming, but the RX 5700 XT is better value. Yeah. Yeah. But I think with the price difference, personally, I'd go for, I'd rather save for a little bit longer and maybe get that higher performance because yeah. there's there's only what 80 pounds 100 pounds difference between both cards depending i'd on say some it varies. could even be 200 pounds i'm saying like the cheapest one is 550 okay well yeah so i'd i'd say save or just wait yeah i think uh amd need to refine their graphics cards a little bit better mm. they still I've need heard, to master them i've heard there's a new amd release we could talk about that next episode so for this question here, with a nice 1660Ti with an older CPU, is that going to bottleneck your system at all? So the CPU will, um, won't will be able to load yeah. things like entities as easily. Well, the graphics card destroyed, yeah. we will be able to render stuff very easily. Take the information. You won't be able to... Like, as yeah, fast as the graphics a graphics No, A good yeah. example so, um, is... All your parts in your machine, right, are really high-end parts. And let's say you get a 200-watt PSU, so power supply, that means you won't be able to get the power consumption that your computer uses is more than the uh, power supply. So that could cause, it's worse than bottlenecking. It could cause, like, your power supply to even explode. It's like, it's like three... Three lanes merging into one. Right to no right to pretty much. I'll put it simply. <laughs> uh, computers run off something called an architecture, in which uh, it's how a like computer sort of works in theory. So, say for example, you're playing a game. You'll have this stored on a hard drive, or maybe even an SSD or a server, whatever it might be. Um, and what your computer will do, it will take the information from the SSD. It will then uh, put it into the CPU and uh, then out into the graphics card. It also uses RAM. So for those of you that don't know what RAM is, RAM feeds the CPU information to allow it to process things quicker. Boom. Especially Ryzen mm. CPUs, they need low... They favour um, high megahertz RAM. Yeah, because they don't have... They've got usually lower uh, clock Hatches. boost. They've got less clock boost than Intel's usually. All right. Clock boost, for people who don't know, is the speed at which your CPU is running at. And yeah. they're usually in the range of 2 to 4. 2 is bad. Well, not bad, but 2 isn't the best. Anything lower than 2 is bad, and anything above 4 is absolutely amazing. No, because you, you can get a lot higher. Like, for example, a Threadripper. But- yeah, but that's a 3 grand... Almost four grand CPU. Well, there you go. But that 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 has a clock speed of 
Um, 5.2, I think. Yeah, so yeah, that's but it has 64 caught. Like, all right, forget about that. Anyway, next question Should I? This is from a Reddit user. Should I get a high end B450 motherboard or a budget low end X570 board? It has um, a Ryzen 7 2700X. Now, this is a very easy question to answer a high end B450. Definitely. You do not need an X570 board, and also low end X570 boards have really bad VRAM, which yeah. causes bottlenecking. So, a the motherboard could bottleneck and a b450 is still a very good like you can even run i uh ryzen nines off b450s if you wanted to like a high-end one but oh, just... for this guy he's got an old ryzen 7 well not old but uh last gen ryzen 7 so yeah b450 is the way to go for him also, if you are if you are looking to buy a new motherboard, you need to look what suits it for you. So, for example, in my case, when I bought my motherboard recently, I wanted sort of Bluetooth and Wi Fi capabilities. So, your higher end motherboards will also have this. So, yeah, that's, that's the important thing point. to look for. Yeah, another thing you also need to make sure that you have got the right generation. I know uh, Ryzen has a lot more, like the AM4 can fit a lot more, but if you go for an Intel motherboard, you need to make sure that you've got the right generation. So if you've got a sixth gen CPU, you can only get a sixth or seventh gen motherboard, if that makes sense. And also for Ryzen system, uh, motherboards, make sure that you need a BIOS update to use the new CPUs if you're cross compatible for your cross combat compatibility. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, your uh, your your computer just completely won't post. Yeah, it won't load up. So, um, I suggest when you do buy a motherboard, uh, if that's off, say for example, ASUS, their website, uh, or a trusted retailer such as Amazon, look, uh. In the description to see if it has pre-installed BIOSes, but if it doesn't, then I suggest putting oh. an old TPU in it and trying to install those BIOSes. I would or, personally, or I would never buy a, a model without a BIOS. Or yeah. just check for um, third-gen Ryzen compatibility. Yeah, yeah, like AM4, which in is the their architecture, or Zen 2, whatever. So next question is looking for SSD recommendations. Uh, yeah, so. And for those of you that uh, are watching that don't know what an SSD is, an SSD is a uh, solid... Mm, I don't know that one. Lovely. Right, no. Okay. For those of you that are watching that don't know what an SSD is, an SSD is a solid-state drive um, and in which it's a very, very, very fast drive. So this is a lot faster than your standard hard drive. This will allow your read and write speeds and your PC to just function a lot, lot faster. If you imagine it as data has to come from a uh, SSD into a CPU, uh, the quicker those speeds, the quicker things can process. So if you have your Windows or your Linux or whatever the OS you're using on an SSD, it will boot up a lot faster as it can access those files a lot, lot quicker. So when looking for an SSD, what, would you, what should you look for? Definitely NVMe. Actually, no, I've got a regular SSD and it loads everything up super yeah. quick. You just need so, to look at the speeds. 
you need to look at the speed. So the NVMe drives, they slot right into your motherboard. They are the fastest flagship uh, SSDs. They're the fastest ones in the game, hands down. However, they do come at a fairly pricey price tag um, compared to your standard SATA SSDs. So SATA SSDs are limited by the speed of SATA, which is 6 gigabits per second. However, most of them are a lot, lot slower uh, because of just how they're made. Yeah. But NVMEs, for example, fourth gen NVMEs can go up anywhere in the four or into the four gigabit range of speeds, which is insane. Yeah. Another thing, uh, bottlenecking again, a CPU can bottleneck your SSD because if you have a slow or old CPU, the CPU won't be able to process the information as fast as the SSD is giving it to the DPU. So you need to make sure. Yeah, that you're not upgrading uh, useless parts. I know, obviously, an SSD is useful, but if you you already you obviously already have an SSD or a hard drive, if your CPU isn't that great, then I, I wouldn't recommend upgrading it unless you can. If that makes sense, because yeah. you just bottleneck anyway. Also, some of you may be asking, why would you want to upgrade uh, to an SSD? So, for example, in my case, I have a real I have a really really old hard drive uh, that has really really low read and write speeds so when i load into a game for example such as uh, tom clancy's rainbow six siege it'll take ages for the game to actually load which of course is annoying for my teammates as these will probably tell you uh, as, yeah. I'm as i'm loading into games for quite a long time so i've recently just bought a uh, nvme ssd which will help me load into my frequently played games so i have i don't know siege which i play a lot i have battlefield which i play a lot installed in this drive so those games will load a lot lot faster meaning it will be a much better gaming experience for myself and your teammates and talking yeah. about pricing you can get a sata ssd for as low as 20 pounds i saw on a deal Wow, and you yeah. can get NVMe drives for around 50, 60, 70 pounds. Yeah, but that's you find the low end. Games. That's the low end. But this, this is also this is also ranged by like the capacity of the drive. So yeah. you can you can get anywhere from I don't know a hundred and fifty gig to two terabytes, depending on what you need. So yeah, you can go very high end. So like the Samsung nine seventy Evo Pro drives. They're really fast and they go up to like two terabytes and you can look at pay at about 250 for them sort of drives. But for example, Samsung made the same drive that's on 156 gigabytes. That is a, a lot, lot, the same speeds, but it's a, a lot, lot cheaper. They are about a hundred pounds, I think. And of course, there's other companies like Western Digi Digital or Crucial that make really good and cheap uh nvme drives yeah. for less the best the best brand though is samsung for any kind Hands of down. storage Definitely. samsung is like there's nothing to compare to it with ssds hard drives whatever you may have they're just but so most reliable people, most people yeah. might not be looking for like the high end yeah but they they're are super expensive fast. yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to another week of the Wet Dons podcast. If you're listening on Anchor, uh, please make sure you click the star button. And if you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and uh, tune into next week's episode. Thank you very much. Have a good rest of your day.